irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L.A. Talk Radio. And as always, we have a great show lined up for you tonight. We have Jersey Girl Brewing Company. Um, And actually, you listen to the name, you think that's a bunch of girls brewing beer. It's not. It's actually a bunch of dudes. Lies. And speaking of girls that are dudes, we have live on the line (laughs) right now porn star Jonelle Brooks. Hello, Jonelle. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome, awesome. Very excited to talk to you. Um, I've been doing research on you all week, uh, so is Cassie. So uh, you're a very hot transgender porn star. And uh, now I just have a couple questions for you. Now, did you know at an early age that being a dude just wasn't for you, or is this something you discovered later in life? Um, I would say it was more in my uh, adolescence, I guess. I was always really busy, I guess is a good word. Um, so I was no, I never felt just like a boy. Uh-huh. So, um, it kind of, when I started seeing other transsexual performers in the gay bars, uh-huh. um, and I kind of put the pieces together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, now how did you actually get started in the adult industry? Um, it was actually pretty easy. Um, I submitted to a company, Female Club, which I actually have a, a solo site, Janelbooks.com, underneath uh-huh. their parent company, um, SMC. So, um, and they, t- uh, I had me fly out to LA, shot mm-hmm. them, and it's kind of just been going on from there. Okay, nice, nice. So, yeah, actually pretty easy. Um, now, actually, uh, we were down at the Jersey Shore today drinking and stuff, and actually um, somebody asked me to ask you this question. What's your favorite type of scene to do? I mean, do you like to do, like, uh, she-male to dude, she-male to girl, or she-male to she-male? Like, what do you prefer? Um, I really prefer um, having sex with guys. That's my preference. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I won't, um, you know, get down with a girl or another um, TF, but um, my preference, if I had to choose one, it would be guys, for sure. Okay, all right, so you prefer the, the dudes. Uh, any type yeah, of dudes? Sure. Like, uh, do you like, like, the frat boys or, like, the, uh, I, I don't know, the Asian guys? I mean, what do you prefer as far as dudes? Um, dudes go? You know, I really can um, keep an open mind. I mean, yeah, frat guys are always nice, of course, but, you know, um, I keep a pretty open mind, you know, I'm pretty sexual, so it's not just one type for me. Gotcha. Whoever, uh, you're attracted to at the time. So it's not like a specific type. It's just, uh, who looks hot at that specific time. Absolutely. Depends on what I'm feeling, you know, what flavor I'm in the mood for. Nice. Cool. Cool. Um, that's, uh, I'm giving some people, guys advice out there too, that, uh, that if they ever meet you, um, they, so this is what they know. So they know, um, why is it, do you ever have Ovaltine? Why is it called Ovaltine? Everything is round. It's in a round glass. It's in a round bowl. Should it be called round teen? <laughs> I don't know. I just, 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 just my opinion on that one. Random. But, um, Actually, uh, I think you already answered this question. I, ha- I have a question for you, but I, and I, I think I know I already know the answer. But in your personal life, do you prefer men or women? I believe it's men, correct? Yeah, definitely men in my personal personal life for sure. Gotcha. I don't see out women in my personal life. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, so you don't like uh, get horny for women at a certain time and seek them out at a bar. It's usually it's usually the dudes. Yeah, definitely. If I'm at the bar, I would. And I had a couple of drinks. I'm definitely looking for uh, a friendly fella. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, I always wondered this. Like, if you have to do, you know, and I'm obviously not in porn. I would never be able to, to be in porn. Uh, first of all, I'm not, you know, my, my unit doesn't work the way I want it to work a lot of the times. And I'm just, like, not the, the best in bed. Cassie will admit to that. But in any case, if you have to, like, do, like, a, a gross dude on film, do you have to, like, you know, take get a little help like Viagra or Cialis or, or are, you just, are you just ready to go at all times? No, I mean, I... I, most people in the industry, I, I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, a lot of people I know, including myself, definitely use the aid of something 
to, it's just easier. Even if you're attracted to the person, it's just easier to take something because it's not filming in one fluid scene. You know, there's a lot of cutting and in order to maintain, you know, the hard on that long, I mean, um, Right. And, and I'm sure and I'm sure like there's probably you probably there's takes just like any film, right? You, you, there may be like something yeah. happening, cut in the middle. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, Definitely. Are they going to want to come from a different angle or get a wide shot or a close shot? It just depends, you know, especially depends on what you're filming, too. Uh, if it's just like for a, a website or like a feature. Right. I mean, and I, I totally understand that because if I'm like looking at porn and also my Wi-Fi drops and like I can't look at a site for like a couple fucking boner delay. So like I, I can understand if there's like a, a take or something like that, and you, and you fuck up, and and so yeah, I, I can definitely see that you definitely need the help. So um, so yeah, now that, that actually clears a lot of stuff up. That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, now uh, one, the one thing I'm upset about being a dude, and um, you know, I, I always ask this about women: Are you upset um, being a, a shemale that you can't scissor? <laughs> no, <laughs> I have never really understood scissoring. I mean, I don't have a pussy, so maybe there's something to it there, but it seems like, you know, an offer position's not really good anywhere, exactly. you know? I, I, so I, I said I, that. I, it seems weird. And I yeah, have just, the equipment and think it's weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> See? So there you go. There you have it. I, I, I'm not sure. It just, I, don't, I don't think it makes sense. I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm a guy, and I, I just think it's, like, the hottest thing ever. Maybe it's my thing. I think it's but. fake. Maybe, yeah, maybe just like the lips touching, but you lift one lip, maybe. It's like a, oh, a kiss. But down there, you know? They're like, they're kissing. Yeah, I guess. And like, and, and when you watch it in porn, it's hard to believe if they're really enjoying it that much because I'm sure they're faking it. Um, so it's, I've never seen it in person. So I don't know. I got to get Cassie to hook up with a broad and do it with her or something like that to, to kind of <laughs> see the real effects of it as she's nodding her head no. So I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably never see that. But, um, uh, another question. What's your favorite uh, sexual position, like, with your hog? Oh, drink. That's our drinking word, hog. But anyway, what's your, what's your favorite? <laughs> what's my favorite sexual position? Yeah. I'm first, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old-time cocksucker. I'm, I'm content on my knees just sucking a dick, really. I mean, if we're talking about, you know, just fucking, or can I say that? I guess I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Um, oh, okay, cool. Um, so, if we're talking about that, I mean... I'm, I, I like the top most of the time. I used to bottom a lot when I was younger, but nowadays uh-huh. it seems like a lot of work. But I just so like sucking mature, dick, really. Like on top, kind of like in command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to be on top more now than be on bottom. So you like to be on your knees sucking dick. Why don't you tell Cassie how great that is? <laughs> I love it. I enjoy it. I, I mean, that's just, it, it, I really, I enjoy that the most of anything. It's great. Nice. nice. Yeah, see, it, it's awesome. Have you ever um, got to ask this question? Um, have you ever uh, it's uh, been to a glory hole? Have you ever partaken in the glory hole action? Oh my god! Yeah. When I was younger, I was uh, quite a frequenter of glory hole. Wow! Awesome. Quite a frequenter. Like uh, I've had my share of glory holes, charts, all that kind of stuff. Now, were you <laughs> the one that would usually uh, stick your unit in the hole, or would you sit down and wait for a unit to come to you? I think I was more of a sitter and a waiter. Oh, okay. And was there like a, uh, no, I don't know this stuff. That's why I'm asking. Like, was there like a, a signal? Uh, like, you know, it, obviously if you're just like taking a shit or something like that, you don't want a, a penis coming through the hole. Was there a way to tell <laughs> no, people I, I, that, that? You, you know, know, I think like, it becomes pretty obvious when the, when someone on the other side wants, is in the ba- in that stall for more than just going, taking a piss or a shit. You know, it's kind of like, well, what are you doing in there? And then you can kind of see through the cracks or, the hole or something it's like you see someone jerking off or something like well I think they want to do something you know right right like George Michael if someone just goes to the bathroom they go to the bar they're not just hanging out in there it's not Gotcha. And, and like, obviously, these were at the bars you'd expect it to be at. Like, this wasn't at, like, fucking Applebee's or Fridays or something Applebee's. like that. Like, this was at, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, a, a tranny bar or something like that. But, um, now, a, cu- a couple of things you have going on I just want to promote. You, you have um, your latest DVD is Evil Angels Transvisions 3, uh, directed yeah. by Joey Silvera. Uh, he's actually a pretty famous uh, porn director, Joey Silvera. I've seen his names on a lot of shit. Yeah, and he used to be a porn performer, too, once upon a time. That's, that's probably how I know his name. Um, 
you also have uh, you're also in Shemel Strokers seventy five. Now I've seen the previous seventy four. The twist endings are excellent, so I'm really excited <laughs> for the for number seventy five. Um, <laughs> you're actually uh, <laughs> you're actually featured on the cover of, of both those titles. So if people go to uh, I, buy the I DVDs. Am. They'll see uh, your hot ass right on the uh, cover. Uh, and, and you have a, yeah. a ton of uh, new titles in the next few months. You filmed, you filmed 11 straight days. Lot? Jesus Christ. So you had like hot female action sex for 11 straight days. Wow. That's fucking I, awesome. I, I, Yeah, I worked 11 straight days. I just got back from that, actually. And I'm actually I'm on my way home right now from Miami, where I just shot for four days in a row shooting a feature, a really big feature um, that'll be released really soon. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm staying busy. Nice, that's for and, sure. And like you're coming back to LA to film um, at the beginning of August, and you'll be shooting with Aiden Starr um, and others while you're in. Yeah, um, I'm actually I'm fly, I'm going to San Francisco next week, next Thursday, uh-huh. flying into shoot for Kink on Friday, and then I'll be flying into LA that night and being there for a week to do PR stuff and some shooting. Do you find that, like, because uh, I'm always hearing things, and, of course, I hear things, and I don't know if they're true, but is L.A., like, cracking down on this whole porn thing? Like, you, you have to wear, like, an astronaut suit now to have fucking sex? Like, yeah, like all this shit? Like, I think it's the porn industry, like, kind of moved to Vegas, or? I don't know. You know, it really depends. Not, not any set I've ever been on has ever um, been like that. You know, I, a lot of times that happens in producers' homes or homes that are rented, not in a studio, per se. So, it's, they bend, I don't want to say they bend the rules, but mm-hmm. it's not, it depends on who you're shooting for. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, now I hear that bullshit, and it's, it's just all fucking bullshit. It's just all fucking bullshit, but, um... Yeah, not in my experience, it hasn't been that way. Right, okay. Um, now they call you the, the Southern Belle. It looks like you're from Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, cool. Uh, well, a little south of there, a small town called New Smyrna Beach. I have five acres there. Nice. And uh, I see your ethnicity. Uh, you're Hungarian and Native American. Now, I'm part Hungarian. Uh, the one Are thing you? That, yeah, I mean, the Hungarian's pretty cool, but the one downfall of Hungarian is the fucking hair. Um, I like. I look like a fucking part werewolf. Like you, you don't have that problem. I mean, I've seen some of your movies. I don't think you do, but you don't have any of those hair problems, do you? The Hungarians. No, 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 <laughs> no, definitely not. Good, good, definitely excellent. Not very hard. Yeah, um, you're also. Oh my god, are you you're a world class ballerina. Um, I, what I was uh, my passion was for about fifteen years. Um, that was uh, I studied ballet all over the place and it was my first college major oh nice nice yeah, that's so cool. yeah that was that, that was what I wanted to do originally but it's not it's not a long term career <laughs> right so hot female porn action was your your, your uh, backup plan yes that, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was it well you know it's actually a lot more steady work than it is auditioning everywhere <laughs> alright cool well um I really enjoy talking to you. Um, uh, you know, I'm actually a big fan. I've been checking out your, your, your stuff all week, um, and I really appreciate you calling in, and I encourage all our listeners to uh, check you out online. You know, just Google your name. You come up right away. Uh, actually, your website is Jonelle Brooks. That's J-O-N-E-L-E-B-R-O-O-K-S.com. Um, and uh, it's, it's actually a, a really good website. I was checking it out. And also check out your Twitter. Uh, you're up there. But I really appreciate you, you calling in. And thank you very much, Janelle. You're awesome. Thank you so much, y'all, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Mendez out. All right. Good night. <laughs> All right, bye. She was awesome. Yeah. Awesome guest. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, I like when people have like a sense of humor and they can like get it. They like yeah. It's not, they don't take it serious. Yeah, I mean this isn't like inside the actor's studio in right. this fucking show. We just have fun. I mean, you know, and um, it is what it is. I mean, like you know, p- people were like, "Oh, you're having a, a, a shemel in the show." Well, it's the second shemel we've had in the show, and who right. fucking cares? This show is drinking dirty in Jersey. This yes. isn't drinking boring beer on, on blah, blah, blah. So we're going to continue to have these awesome guests on the show, and, and we love it. So, And uh, I like the fact that our favorite position is on our knees. Right, Cassie? I hate you. 
<laughs> anyway, let's get into this. Utah. Give me two. Two beers, that is. And I'm drinking um, a beer that I have been drinking for the past couple weeks, and that's the Narragansett. set. Please say it correctly. Say it correctly. What is it? Narragansett. Uh, lager. Uh, very, very good beer. We actually say this is replacing Pabst as the new beer that hipsters are getting. Now, the craft beer people that want the cheap beer are getting this beer. It's very good. I love it. I can't stop drinking it. I recommend this to anybody. I think it's like 5% or so, but it's a good beer to, to pound. And uh, Cassie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Victory Summer Love. And nice. It's funny. I was telling Finley earlier that the first time I ever had this beer uh, was actually at a bar before I was into beers, really. I mean, I was just kind of drinking Paps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had it, and I was like, "Oh, it's like really hoppy and tastes metally, and I don't like it." And, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. and now it's like five years later, and I'm drinking it. And I'm like, "This isn't hoppy at all." Like, what the fuck? Well, now you're used to the beer taste, so you know it, it's good stuff. I like anything. No, it's by, pretty. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like anything by by Victory. So um, anyway, folks, every show, and, and if you're, you're listening before, I mentioned it, but every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Well, tonight's drinking word is hog. Now, an example of hog would be I hate when I'm taking a shit in public, and because of a glory hole, I get hit in the face with a hog. Oh, drink. And Cassie, do you have an example? I really want to look at someone's hog. Oh, right now. drink. <laughs> right now? Right now. <laughs> so see someone's hog. Somebody, if they tweet us or send us a picture of a hog, Cassie will, will check it out. Yeah. She needs some dick pics on her phone. We were talking about that earlier. Oh my God, please no. I'm dick pics. <laughs> if you sound a little, like, out of it, uh, we've been drinking at the uh, Jersey Yeah, don't Shore. mind the fact that I have, like, no voice right now. All day we've been drinking. We've been drinking Bloody Marys and Land Sharks and, and going to different places. We went Huge to Beach House. Huge coladas. Right, huge pina colada. I went to Beach House Brewery. Uh, we drank like tons of beers there. So plus, it um, doesn't help that yesterday we went drinking all day too. So this is like basically forty-eight hours of drinking. Now we're ending with doing the show. Right. So for a little off, a little bit, I apologize. <laughs> I just have no voice. Yeah, Cassie, you, you sound like you're really out of it. You yeah. sound like uh, you just went fifteen rounds of Apollo Creed. Well, you know, I was like yelling over shit, over reggae music, and fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I ate a big burrito and like I think that fucking killed my voice because it was spicy. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? But um, we're actually going to what we're going to do right now is we're actually going to we have we do every show we have a craft beer taste test. So yeah, this is kind of jacked up. Now we got home real late because as I just said we were drinking at the shore, so we got home real late. So I kind of threw a bunch of beers uh, into the craft beer tub. We have six beers. I randomly chose them out of the fridge. There's usually a theme to the uh, taste test. There's no fucking theme. There's no fucking theme. The theme is garbage garbage from our fridge. Garbage from our fridge is the theme. They are craft beers, though. It's not like garbage garbage, like Bud or Miller Lite. They are craft beers, but they're not Even though I had to drink a shock top today because they didn't have any good beers. No, when you think at a place like Jenks, they used to have so good stuff. Now that I think Budweiser just Ugh, invaded that. It's the worst. Place. So, anyway, what we do on the taste test is I'm going to hand the beer to Cassie. She's going to tell you a little bit about the beer, and then we're going to taste it and tell you what we think. I didn't even untap that shit because there's no point. If you're listening to the show and you know what beer we're talking about, feel free to call in and uh, let us know about or, it. But, or tweet to us. Or tweet to us. And Cassie, what's this first beer? This is Franconia. Kolsch beer out of McKinney, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Texas beer. They brew all German beers, this company. Um, well, I'm a big fan of German beers, so I'm a little excited. I, I do like Kolsch beers. I can't exactly tell you the ABV because it's not on here. I'd venture to say between six and seven. Six and seven. Okay. I mean, that's usually around what those German Kolsches are. So that would make sense. But uh, all right, Cassie, what do you think about this beer? Let's taste it. Smell it. it smells funky. Make it a funny face like you just farted. All right. So what... What do you think? It's, it tastes a lot better than it smells. Okay. All right. So uh, let me taste this one. Um, but it's weird tasting that after having a hoppy beer. I actually like it. It's very smooth. Um, smooth sailing? It's, it's very smooth sailing. There's no kick to it. Um, but I, I do like it. It's, it's, it's a nice beer. It's a nice beer. It looks, it looks like a good day drinking beer. So, Cassie, what's this next one that I randomly pulled out of the fridge here? This is Summer of Lager by Cisco Brewers out of Nantucket. Okay. Um, it is a... I knew a man from there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. 
no ABV on this. I have no idea what this is. I think it's like six. I think when I untapped it, it was six. It was 6%? Something like that. Okay. All right. Five so point something. Crack it open. Let's uh, have a taste here. All right. So uh, what do you think about this one? Yeah? Taking your time? It's nice. It's nice summery. Nice summery taste. I got okay. styrofoam on my mouth. Styrofoam in your mouth. Nice. There's not styrofoam in the beer. It just happens no, to be on, on the, the outside the bottle. Okay. Um, nice clear beer. I like this beer actually. Pretty good. I drink a lot of these. I actually like it better than the first beer. So right now, that's my favorite beer. Um, now the next beer we're going to crack open here. Cassie, tell us a little bit about this. Geary's Pale Ale from uh, Maine has a lobster on the front of it. Lobster. I don't know the ABV. What the fuck is this? Why are these people not posting ABVs on their bottles? Yeah, hello. Like, people want to know that people shit. People want to know that shit. Usually a pale ale, though, is around 5-6%, right? It's usually not it's that anywhere high. Anywhere between 5 and 7. Yeah. 5 and 7. Okay. All right, so Cassie's going to crack usually. this one open. Um, let's taste this. What do you think there, Chief? Eh, it's not like metal. Tastes like metal. Like a Slayer? No, or like, like, metal, like, like bad pennies. metal? Like pennies. Oh, that's a lobster? Yeah. I thought that was a retarded guy on the front. <laughs> no. Big fucking head. Oh, it's a lobster. lobster. Okay, it makes more sense. It's more politically correct. All right, let me uh, taste this. It tastes like pennies. Oh, God. Yeah, no good. I would not recommend the Geary's Pale Ale. Um, stay away from it. And you know which one I'm talking about because it looks like a retarded guy on the front, but it's actually a lobster. <laughs> so stay away from that one. Oh, so, so far, the Summer of Lager is definitely my favorite. So the next beer we're going to try, Cassie, tell us, I think it's about, the, this is from the same beer company of Summer of Lager, right? Yes, this is Nantucket, uh, Cisco Brewers, called Grey Lady. Uh-huh. Beer brewed with spices. Nothing on here about ABV. Okay. Right, let's crack this open. Let's uh, let's have a taste. The first one was pretty impressive, so I'm actually excited to, to uh, taste this one. What do you think there, Cass? Tastes like Blue Moon. Tastes like Blue Moon. Well, that's not really like a, identical. Necessarily a bad thing. Like identical say? to Blue Moon. It's weird how much it tastes like Blue Moon. Wow, it does. Yes. You want like to if I close my eyes, I would think that was Blue Moon. And the the uh, label's actually pretty cool. It's, it's like a, a mermaid. Fucking mermaid, like punching stuff. That's really cool. Um, I actually like this beer company, Cisco. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're the beer. Shit. They're actually the beer company that did that shark beer. Oh, okay. Shark Tracker. Gotcha, gotcha. But I still like the Summer of Lager better. That's still uh, the one I prefer. Um, now the next one, I think that we've had before, but like oh, I said, high res? I was desperate <laughs> to, uh, to find beers oh, in the boy. fridge. 10% high res. 10% high resolution by six point brewing. 10.5 actually. 10.5. Nice. Yes. And this is a, this is a very special beer. I'm kind of sad that we're drinking it on the show, but because they don't make it anymore. They don't make this beer anymore. Is that, is there a reason? Was it not selling? I don't or? know. They, you can barely find it. If you find it, get it because it's like special. It's like in a gold can gold, too. Gold. So gold all can. you Jewish listeners get very excited. Gold. gold can. Gold can. All right. Let's crack this open. I've been drinking a lot of Six Point lately. So. Yeah, no, Six Point's great. Out of Brooklyn. Uh, great brewery. Smells good. All right. Uh, Cassie's tasting it. And what do you think? Wow. Wow. So is wow a good wow or is that a bad wow? It's hoppy as fuck. Uh, hoppy as fuck. All right, but that's good. Uh, it's like good hoppy. It's not like gross pennies. Wow. It is hoppy. If you're a big hop fan, go get this beer. Is he, can you even get it or no? I saw it at a liquor store last week, but I only saw one box. And but it might have been old. So It's a good flavorful hop. You don't want to get, like, get old uh Hoppy beer. No, but it it's a bad. good flavorful hop. I actually like that. I actually That's like that a lot. That's what I said. It's not like bad. It's not like pennies. So I like that one a lot. Good uh, alcohol kind of, I wonder percentage. what kind of hops are in that. I don't know. We, uh, well, it's made in Brooklyn. So yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. So you think it might be West Coast hops? Might be. Um, maybe. I don't know. She's going to look it Amarillo, up. Maybe Amarillo, maybe Citra, maybe Cascade. But- to be honest with you, I still like Summer of Lager better. Oh so far, God. that's my favorite. I feel like I have an eye infection. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so uh, here's the last beer. Cassie, tell us what this uh, one is. Franconia Dunkel. Same company uh, from McKinney, Texas. We get a lot of beer of the month, so that's why we have all these beers. Yes. By, by the same company that just makes the German beer. Yes. And it's a Dunkel, so. which means it's dark. But I'm a big fan of the German beers, so I'm pretty excited to taste this. And Cassie, what do you think? I like that better than the other ones. Very coffee really? tasting. Yeah. Really? I know I like you like it. the coffee beers. So I like it. 
Um, um, yeah, no, I do like this too. It's a very clean coffee taste. A lot of people don't like those coffee beers because it's a little bit overwhelming, maybe too dark, but not this one. It's very clean, crisp. I actually like it a Let's lot. See what it says about hops. I'm um, curious. Here. But yeah, no, very good. But I think my favorite beer, I'm going to stick with this summer of lager. It was very good by Cisco Brewers Nantucket. I like this beer. Um, you know, I think it was only like 5% or so. But Cassie, what was your choice? Uh, I think I choice? thoroughly enjoyed the other Cisco beer, the mermaid one. The mermaid one? Yes. Okay. So the Grey Lady. Yes. The Grey Lady. So actually, Cisco is the big winner tonight. So the random crap that I picked out of the fridge. Uh, Cisco Brewer, good job. Wow, dude, this high-res is yeah. like the IBUs, which is the International Bitterness Unit, uh-huh. which shows how much of uh, – like shows the bitterness of the beer is 115. 115. It's fucking high as shit. Jesus Christ. Let's just put this in perspective. The Beach House beer that we had today, mm-hmm. the IBUs on it were 55. Wow. For the classic American Pilsner. Mm-hmm. 55 IBUs. Six-point high-res is 115. 115. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a good beer. So, yeah, people run out and get that. That wasn't my favorite out of the ones that we tried, but it was very good. Oh, my goodness. What's going on? They're making a raspberry sour beer. Who is? Six Point. Who is? Oh, okay. Yay. Nice. Makes me excited. Six Point makes good stuff. Also, I want to mention, oh, my God, wait, are they actually making a coffee beer, too? Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) It's amazing. Called Four Beans Coffee Beer. Awesome. Um, I also want to mention, I just saw on Twitter... And I, well, during Jonelle's interview, and I was like freaking out. You might have seen my face on the camera, like freaking out, because Terrapin is teaming up with The Walking Dead, and they're making a Walking Dead Blood Orange IPA. Mm. And the the um, the beer label of it is like a little turtle that's like a zombie turtle. It's like the coolest looking fucking thing ever. <laughs> and I want this beer. I wonder when this is coming. It's got to be for Halloween. I wonder when this is coming out because that is cool as shit. I'm so confused. I thought The Walking Dead ended last year. No. No? It's still on. I and then that now was there's a like series finale. No. And now they have this like this like fucking um, this spinoff that's coming on too. Well, I heard about that. Yeah. But I thought – no. I thought it was like oh, no. over, over. Oh, no. No. Oh, so – I don't. I actually, uh, you know, I know people are going to get upset of this because they get really emotional over Walking Dead. But I actually, we stopped watching it a lot after the second season. No, it was season. last. It was we we lasted longer than that. We might have lasted until about the fifth season. Yeah, I just get like when shows get popular. This, that's what they do. They they drag the shit out. Like you know, they're stuck in a prison for fifteen episodes, or they get mow, they're mowing the lawn for twelve episodes. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I couldn't. It's like deal move with on. It. I couldn't deal with it after a while. Um, you know, when when we stopped watching it, it was after the season, the first season with that uh, governor guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's when that we, we saw we saw that season, and then we stopped watching. We were like, whatever. But let's just put this. Let's just let this everybody know that we watch a lot of fucking TV, like a lot. Yes. Finley works uh, his day job a lot of hours, so we don't really get a, t- a lot of time to, like, watch television together. Mm-hmm. I watch probably about 20 shows on my own. <laughs> so it's like when there's a show that's on that we like, but it's, like, kind of like, meh, we don't really like it that much. It's okay. We usually end up dropping it because it's like we don't have time for it. Well, like, uh, like, like, seriously, like this new season of uh, True Detective. I'm gonna oh talk my about God, that. It's like, confusing shit ever. The first season of True Detective is probably one of the best things TV has ever created. It was amazing. It was just amazing. And now this second season had its po- moments of like, oh my God, this is really good. But then they're they're opening up so many more mysteries and this and that and knickknacks. And there's only three fucking episodes left. Knickknacks. And they haven't answered anything. So it's like I, I I don't I don't know I'm I'm kind of losing it on True Detective. I, I mean I'll watch the rest of them. There's only fucking three left, but um, they're they're trying to make it too complicated. And like, there's it, way too many stories going on. It, it's like insane. No, there is. And like you know Vince, I love Vince Vaughn. I, I like I think he's hilarious. But like, can he like change his fucking tone? Like it's always so monotone. Like. You're going to be the guy in the casino tonight. Like, just fucking, you know, get a little excited. I, I don't know. Like, change up your shit. Uh, fucking, uh, whatever. Uh, you want him to be like, we're going streaking. Earmuffs. Yeah. I, I don't know. I do. I, I That's that's what I want to say because it's just like, you know, like Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey can pull off that monotone, you know, uh, dark side. I, I just don't think Vince Vaughn is, is very good at it. I mean, he did it in Psycho, I guess. But I don't know. I just don't think he's very good at it. I haven't seen Psycho in so long. 
That was one of his first movies. That's when he was actually. No, I thin, know. I lo- was- I actually loved him in uh, Swingers, his first movie. You don't even recognize him in Swingers. He looks so fucking young in He's that so movie. So hot in that movie. Ugh. No, I know. I know. Um, all right, folks. We're waiting for our next caller to call in, and thank you for listening tonight, all three of you that are out there listening. Uh, anyway, um, I'd like to pause the show right now to uh, to. Uh, oh wait, we've got a guest. We got a guest. All right. Hello, you're on uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, Chris. Hey, Cassie. It's Mike Bigger and Chuck from Jersey Girl Brewing. Hey, hey, man. Hey, we're very excited to talk to you guys. Um, we, we're, um, we, we've been following you guys since you guys uh, decided to open up and doing a lot of research on you, and we just have a couple questions for you. Now, uh, tell us a little history about Jersey Gill Brewing and how you guys decided to uh, open a brewery. Yeah, it's a, it's a great story. I mean, Mike and I, Mike and I have been talking about you know, brewing for, for a couple of years now. We're actually really passionate about beer and, and craft beer especially. I mean, if you if you watch what's going on in New Jersey now with mm-hmm. this, uh, our huge craft beer movement, um, it's something that we just, last fall we said, you know, after talking about it for a while, we said it's time to, it's time to do something and jump into this. So we decided last fall we'd, we'd, uh, we'd open up our own brewery. We're going to open up a brewery. We visited, um, God, a number of probably 10, 10 different breweries, Mike. Mm-hmm. In, in New Jersey, um, and you know, we went to Carton. I think Carton was the one that kind of pushed us over. And we went to Carton, and Augie came over. He was really friendly and talking to us and showing his operation uh, to us. And they happened to be brewing that day uh, on their TV mm-hmm. system. And we just said, "Man, we got to do this. This is going to be a lot of fun." So that's where. Now, let me ask you a question because we've been to a couple of uh, breweries over the past couple of days. Why is it that you guys have no air conditioning in these goddamn breweries? <laughs> we went to Magnifying Brewing yesterday, and it was like 110 <laughs> degrees in the goddamn brewery. Is, really there, is there a reason for that? Or not in the? What, are you talking about the tap room or the tasting room or the yeah, tasting room? Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, like a hot sun. So yeah. there's, there's no. Well, we actually. <laughs> We do have air conditioning in the uh, in the tasting room in the All right, <laughs> all right, that's good. We'll try to we'll try to keep it climate controlled. We'll have we'll have heat in the wintertime and cold air in the nice. In the yeah, it's, it's hard great, to enjoy a, a, a nice body. beer when when you have like a fucking swamp ass going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's true. So yeah, definitely, that's great that you have air conditioning in your tasting room. That, that's definitely a plus. Now, uh, one question I have: now, obviously, you guys are not Jersey girls, but. Uh, Tell us what inspired you to name the brewery Jersey Girls Brewing. Yeah, we're you know we're we're from we're both from New Jersey. We we live here actually in town. We're opening up our brewery in town, and you know the name for us you know being in New Jersey. Jersey is a great state for people, and and we think about Jersey Girl. And when we came up with the name, we said, you know, the boldness, emotion, you know, the character. When you think about a Jersey girl, we want to try to bring that to our beer. Uh, so there's what we think is, you know, there's a lot of confidence. When you think about a Jersey girl, there's a lot of confidence in a Jersey girl. And mm-hmm. there's so many different styles of Jersey girl. So what we we figure we'll try to make a beer for each one of them. You know, it'll be a lot of fun. And we nice. think it's a great name for New Jersey. You know, being in New Jersey, uh, you know, Mike, where where are we in, in the United States right now as a state for brewing? I think we're, last I'd seen that we're, we're about 41 out of 50. And, uh, you know, it wow. kind of goes back to, there was an article back in the summer of 2013 in Esquire. And the title of the article is, Why Does New Jersey Beer Suck? And it just... Oh, I actually read that article. That was, did you? It, yes. Uh, it was, you know, soon after um, Kane and Carton had uh, opened up. I mean, they opened up, I guess, around 2011. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were trying to... Um, get some traction. I mean, I think New Jersey has come a long, long way uh, since this article has been written. Right now, we have 38 breweries and brew pubs in New Jersey, and actually 14 more breweries and planning. Um, wow! It's New York and Pennsylvania being sandwiched in between the two. I mean, we get some really good beers in New Jersey, but it always—I just you know—not having or not seeing. You know the New Jersey beers in a liquor store when you go in, or on a restaurant menu, and seeing all the other beers from California, which are great mm-hmm. beers. But I think it's important to uh, try to drink local. 
No, I, I we do too. Definitely, we we promote Jersey beers every week on the show. So yeah, we're I mean, we're very excited. And you guys are actually the third brewery that's within twenty minutes of us that's opening up uh, by us. I mean, we're in Blairstown. I mean, so we're we're uh, you, you have you guys, you got Manskirt opening up, you got uh, Zigmeister opening up. So um, yeah, it's 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 great. It's and like the a, new brew pub that's opening up here. Yeah, it's like a plethora of uh, craft beers just going on, and, it, and it's just awesome. It's just really awesome. But it's um, amazing when you think about that circle of breweries, and, and I'm going to include Angry Eric in that one because they're right up here as well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. after that, when you go beyond that, your next closest brewery is going to be Cricket Hill over in right. Fairfield. Now magnifies over there. Then mm-hmm. it's High Point. And then you're going all the way up to New Jersey Beer Company, or you're going down to the shore by... Right, uh, Atlantic Highlands for yep. for Augie and stuff. So, I mean, it, right. it's there's a lot of space in in such a densely populated state. It's really amazing how mm-hmm. even with 32 and 14 in development, there's there's going to be a lot of room for everybody to to participate. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, now, uh, tell us a little bit about the different styles of beer that you guys are going to be. Uh, are you guys you guys going to be brewing? Yeah, we, you know, we'd like to uh, probably start off and launch with uh, four beers. Um, yeah, I think we'll have a pretty good mix between uh, ales and lagers. You know, we'd love to do an IPA, a really nice session Belgium, you know, with uh, the ABV somewhere between 5 and 6%, mm-hmm. an American amber ale. And, you know, recently got uh, Chuck turned on to some of the darker beers, maybe a really nice stout chocolate uh, coffee stout. Nice, nice. Yeah, those always work well. Um, now, are you going to be uh, brewing seasonal beers, or are you just going to have, like, your main beers? No, absolutely. We'd love to uh, take advantage of some of the offerings of the Garden State. I mean, New Jersey ranks nationally in the top ten with uh, mm-hmm. a number of different fruits and vegetables, cranberries, blueberries. Um, we'd love to do maybe something with a pumpkin or squash. Um so we definitely like to uh, have a seasonal on rotation. You know, awesome. we, what's interesting about what we're going to do is, I mean, we're going to have we'll have a pretty big brew house, but what we're going to try to do is we want to we want to try to do something on a smaller scale for the sample room. So we're gonna we're gonna get a small twenty gallon system that we can brew on probably once a week, you know, mm. on the weekend to to have something active, and we're going to do a lot of testing on that system. We're going to take a lot of different styles of beer. Um, you know, we're we're from Flanders, right here in Mount Olive. There's a there's a part of our town called Flanders, and there's Bud Lake, etc. But in Belgium, mm-hmm. there's an area called Flanders. They make a great red beer, and we would love maybe to try something like that. It's unique, it's different, um, and and we can put it on our smaller system, try it out, put it in the, in the sample room, and, and see if people are interested in it. And if they're not, cool. then we'll try something else. Beauty is there's so many different varieties of beers. Uh, that we can that we could put together on our smaller system, and and try them out in the sample room. Definitely, I, I, yeah, actually, one of the things that's a little bit different um, that we're doing too is we're putting in a reverse osmosis system um, uh-huh. into the brew house. And what we'd like to do is be able to uh, take the water, strip it down, and then get the chemical compositions of some of the water in in Flanders, or if you want to do a Scottish ale in the town in Scotland and we can recreate that water to uh to mimic you know what was originally the Scottish ale from that particular town. Cool. Awesome. So that should awesome. be yeah, a lot of fun. Um Cassie actually came up with a very interesting question that I want to start asking brewers. Um besides your beer, what's your guys favorite beer? Like if you went out and like I want to get my favorite beer, what what beer would that be? You know, right now, we just came back from uh, this liquor factory up in Sparta. Um, We have, I mean, there's just so many. It's kind of a tough question to answer, but there's so many. But we just Uh picked up a a great local beer. Um, It was uh, Angry Eric. He he has a hop and all up there tonight. They did a tap takeover with Mm -hmm. Centennial and a Citra Hop and Fusion. It's Mm -hmm. a double IPA, so it's about a 10.3 ABV, and it is phenomenal. We, We cracked that open... At about nine o'clock, and we put a put a good hurt on the growler already. <laughs> We're in hog heaven. Now they make some great beers. I, I had one at the uh, at the the Big Brew Fest. Uh, he put a, it was a jalapeno beer. Yeah, and I put a jalapeno in it. Oh, oh my god, it was so good! It was just so good. Oh yeah, they make some great stuff. Really, over. did I just hear the word hog? 
<laughs> yes, you did. Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> That's good. Now, um, where your we, uh, brewery? Uh, yeah, like the, I, the jalapeno beer is amazing. When they drop the jalapeno, you can taste it. You taste it in the beer. And when uh, when Mike and I first went up to Angry Eric's, and they, they actually dropped the jalapeno in the beer with it, and the flavor just pops. I mean, it really it really carries a lot of the character of the beer. It was it was fantastic. No, it, it, it was. That was actually my favorite beer of the night. I kept drinking it. It didn't actually win the competition, but it was my favorite out of all the beers that were there. So, um, no, that beer is just awesome. I, I, Angry Eric makes some good shit. Um, now, um, where your, yeah, no, definitely. Now, where your brewery is located in, um, it's a huge warehouse. So you're going to be operating on a 30-barrel brewing system. Uh, one barrel is equivalent to approximately 31 gallons of beer. So you have a lot of space. Um, now, I also see that your tasting room will be able to hold up to 75 people. Is that correct? <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big. We we've got about ninety seven hundred square feet over uh, on Sandshore Road, uh, right here uh-huh. in Mount Olive, and we'll we'll be in a good position. I mean, we'll have enough space for people to be comfortable when they visit, and and what we really want is that the location becomes a destination for people who love craft beer. We're trying to design the sample room where the focal point is really the brew house. So when when people come in, they sit down. To, to have a beer in our climate-controlled sample room that uh, they can look out of the windows that we'll put in between the sample room and the brew house, and you can you can almost reach through and, and touch the brew house. It'll be that close to the sample room um, with our fermenting tanks behind that mm-hmm. um, because we really want it to be a destination. People who love craft beer and they want to learn the process, uh, we'd even like to make it so that people who are local who have a recipe that they, they want to try on our smaller system and maybe try it out in our sample room, you know, bring your recipe down. Come brew with us. Come have fun with us. You know, it's, it's, we want to be a community. Mount Olive is a great place to live. There's 30,000 people here in town. And, uh, and you know, you want to know as many as you can, but there's, there's so much opportunity for us as a, as a business in Mount Olive. Mm-hmm as a brewery, to bring people together. Get them another place to go. Where do you want to go tonight? Hey, let's head over to the sample room. Let's try some of their new beers over at the, over at Jersey Girl. So that's, you know, 30-barrel system. Yeah, it'll be a four-vessel system. So we'll have um, separate mash, water, boil, and whirlpool. So it's going to be, I think, end-to-end, what is it, 47 feet long, the, the whole brew house, end-to-end. Wow. About 12, 13 feet tall. Our, our biggest fermenting tank, I think, is about 16 feet tall. But, yeah, it's, it'll be a big brew house. Everybody will feel comfortable. They'll feel at home if they love craft beer, so that'll be nice. Good. Awesome, awesome. Now, will the will the urinals be big in the bathroom? Because I have a huge hog. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> good. I, I guess if I no answer, that, that's a yes. So, good. I'll be able to be accommodated. Um, <laughs> Now, is there um is there an ETA on when the brewery is gonna gonna be open? Yeah, we're we're looking at probably uh, early November. Um, okay. Before we start awesome. actually brewing beer. Um, so a couple months. Yeah, we're in the process right now of uh, uh, building out the uh, tasting room, the sample room, and we're waiting on uh, some of the equipment to show up. But you know everything's right on schedule, so hopefully. Uh, early november we'll uh we'll actually be brewing awesome awesome yeah man like like i said i can't wait i'm so excited that you guys are opening um i love the name and everything um, so close to us too like, so close to us so we'll, we'll definitely be going there exciting. um i'm very excited that you have air conditioning because magnify <laughs> yes. brewing hey don't get me wrong magnify brewing has some great beers um but the, it was yeah. it was the hottest motherfucking well, carton thing. also does not have air conditioning either and we love yeah, well, them carton, too carton doesn't have air conditioning either but, so, but it's rough in there like i don't know what the I, I thought maybe it had something to do with the beer or something like that or they're like here have our great beers but watch out for the fucking swamp ass you're gonna get <laughs> like it, it's just crazy but th- that's awesome that you're gonna have the air conditioning but uh be, 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 before i let you guys go dude but if you're you hot, have, uh, make you drink more beer right 
That's all we care like, about. Is there. Well, yeah, I, I guess you're the hijab, but you, you don't want to stay there a long time. I think the point of I of was going, actually like it was so bad in there yesterday that I started to get sick. I couldn't drink anymore. Yeah, like, like it's we, too hot. we went to Beach House today down the shore and, you know, they had an air conditioning sure. tasting room and it, and it was nice and you wanted to stay there. Um, it wasn't it wasn't hot as balls. It, it was just a nice place to sit down and drink. So I just don't get why a lot of these breweries don't have air conditioning, but. Um, I mean, we should do like a Kickstarter campaign, air conditioning for breweries. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great idea. That's actually a great idea. We actually like, yeah, right. like Magnify. We went over there. He opened up probably about a month and a half, two months ago. We were there. His second day he was open. And, and what a great guy down there. I mean, he was really fantastic. He only had two beers on, on his tap because he still had some in the fermenting tank. But it's a nice mm-hmm. setup over there. You like their setup, though, right? No, the setup's great. I mean, and, you know, the beer, like, like I said, the beer is fantastic. And uh, his mom was awesome. His mom was there uh, bartending, and, and, she, and she was awesome. But, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the beer and everything, everything was excellent about the brewery except for the, the heat. It was just, like, so hot. But um, My dad does air conditioning. Maybe I can get my dad to do it. Yeah, maybe he can be part of the Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> Let's, if let's he's donating air conditioning systems, we'll take one, too, for the brew house, for the brew house in the back. There you go. Put right. One the, put one by the brew house. <laughs> now, um, last question for you guys. Do you have any uh, special events or anything coming up that you'd like to plug or promote? You know, the uh, the Guild has an event coming up. It's uh, Brews by the Bay, and it's mm-hmm. uh, at the end of August, August 29th. And uh, what that is is a showcase of both New Jersey and Delaware craft breweries. Um, they, have local, they have a lot of local food, some live entertainment. On the Jersey side, I, it's going to be at the uh, Cape May Ferry Terminal. Um, okay, and that's following off of the, uh, I think, very very successful Battleship New Jersey Craft Beer Festival back in June. So mm-hmm. hopefully this will be just as good, and I think everybody have a great time. So if you get a chance to uh, go down there, people should go down. Excellent, excellent. I love Delaware too. I have the best vacations in Delaware. And I was like, <laughs> I'm in Delaware, yay! Shut up. Where do you, where do you go down there? Where do you go in Delaware? <laughs> But uh, but thank you very much for for calling in, guys. We're, we're so excited for you guys to open up. We're going to continue to uh, promote you on our website and talk about you, and uh, you know, definitely let us know about the uh, opening date and everything when you guys are going to be open because we'll definitely be there. We absolutely will. And if uh, if we can, just to uh, pitch the Facebook page, Jersey Girl Brewing. Sure. Um, and then on Instagram, it's uh, hashtag Jersey Girl Beer. So. Uh, Right, and, and also check out your website. You actually have pictures on the website of the uh, of the space and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I encourage everybody to go check out the website as well. Yep. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you very much, man. Thanks for having us. No problem. Mendez out. Right. Out. All right, folks. That was... Uh, they were really cool. Really cool. Um, I'm glad they're going to have air conditioning. Right. Uh, it's you know. The, the, I love how you bring up the air conditioning. It sucked yesterday. I mean, like no, and, yesterday was really like, bad. I keep emphasizing, Magnify makes some awesome beers, and I'm not, uh, I'm not ditching, d- d- dissing their beers at all. It was so fucking hot in there, like beyond hot. Like it was like uh, maybe they were just concerned about getting the brewery open, and they just didn't have time to get the air. Oh my god! I mean, turn the fucking air on. I it mean, it was just, bad. it was just insane there. But uh, Jersey Girl Brewing, going to open up soon. Very excited about it. Um, I'm super excited about that. Definitely. Love the name. I love what they're going to do. They're going to put styles of beers to, to after Jersey Girls which and their attitude. Awesome. Which is awesome and perfect for Jersey. That just fits perfectly. So, Mike, um, I wonder what kind of Jersey Girls there are, though. Oh, uh, well, you have the um, – well, see, like, there's the stereotypical Jersey Girls. Like, Snooki is not even a Jersey Girl and, right. and Wow or whatever the fuck her name is. But then there's the real Jersey girls, which are the you have the bitchy Italian Jersey girl, you have Jersey girl like you. Um, so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do. So um, we have like we were like almost out of time. I don't know what you want if you want to do news or what because we don't have a show next week. So I want to do pops. Oh, I yeah, forgot I think, about pops. Um, I think pops is going to uh, come on the show. He's just gonna say his piece. And and folks, uh, pops is a little tired. He was down at the show drinking with us too. So. Um, he may be a little uh, out of it, kind of like what Cassie and me are. But uh, now what Pops is, he's a, he's a black puppet who comes in her show once a week, and he does a little rant. He's always pissed about something. And um, he comes on, and he does a little rant. He leaves. So i got to leave the mic because he actually uses my mic to do his rant. And uh, just to emphasize, Pops does not reflect the views of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Um, so anything Pops says, we don't agree with. But anyway, I'm going to leave the mic right now, and uh, Pops is going to come on. So uh, I'll be back. Yo!
Yo. Yo, what up, crackers? Hey, all right. Popped a little tired today, but uh, how can you tell when a black guy was on your computer? How, Pops? It's not there. Oh Get my it? God. Oh, yeah. It's okay because Pops is black. It's all right. It's all right. So, Pops found out some interesting information. Okay, what's that? Pops have found out that I have a kid. What? With my former Asian midget girlfriend. That's right. I guess it would be called a blanket. I don't know. Half puppet, half Asian midget. A blanket, right? <laughs> I guess. I can't take care of no black, motherfucking kids. Black, Chinese, and puppet, blanket. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't take care. Father's Day is already the most confusing day in the ghetto. Now I have a kid? Oh, come on. Because of that green motherfucker, Kermit. I don't have you to have a job at the Muppet Show where I can bring in an income to take care of my blanket. My now, blanket? And what am I supposed to do? Buy him a baloney colored onesie? <laughs> Pops don't do that shit. Pops don't buy it though. Pops don't think that. Pops is going to take his puppet hog. Oh, drink. drink. And I'm going to whack off into a cup because Pops already has enough trouble walking now. I have to push a stroller? Pops' legs don't work that well. Oh my God. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, Pops, you need a DNA test. I don't think this is real. No, I don't think it's my kid think, at all. I think she wants to capitalize off your uh, fame. Oh, my popularity off and your fame. fame. Yeah. On drinking dirty in Jersey. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I come on here That's once right. a week and say a bunch of nonsense. And you realize that that fat motherfucker Finley keeps pushing me back? Now I'm at the end of the show? What the fuck <laughs> racist shit is that? Pop used to be the headliner. Now I gotta wait the whole motherfucking boring show to come on this motherfucking shit and say my piece? I'm having a kid! I should be in the beginning. No. Like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and honkers, this is Pop's show. That's right. I have my own show. I should have my own show. That's I think you I should have say. your own show. Yes, I think so too. Ow, the fucking midget. I gotta whack it out the car. Ah, I don't even know what I just said. Anyway, I'm out. I'm tired. Mendez out. Oh my god. All right, I'm back. Hey. So how was Pops? Was he, uh... He's okay. Apparently he's having a kid. Oh, no. Well, that's not good. He doesn't believe it, though. I told him he needs to get DNA I think Pops would be a very scary father. I think she... I think she's trying to capitalize off his fame or something. (laughs) All right, folks. I guess we're going to start to wrap up here. We had a couple other things we wanted to do, but um, the interviews went a little bit long. That's okay. We've had a very long two days. So, um... Yes. Cassie, why don't you tell us what's uh, coming up for Drinking Dirty in Jersey? Um, next week is, uh, off week. It's probably going to be a repeat of this show. Um, and then in August, we'll let you guys know we're working on a few places, bars, uh, breweries, and more, uh, adult entertainment stars to be on the show. So yes. check out our Twitter, um, and our Facebook and we'll let you know what's going on in August for DDIJ. Right. And uh, as always, folks, I, I just want to thank uh, Janelle Brooks um, for being on the show. Great guest. Awesome guest. Uh, definitely check her out, JanelleBrooks.com. I also want to thank Jersey Girl Brewing for being on the show. Awesome brewery. Very excited uh, to, to, to eventually taste their beers and for them to open up. And, um, you know, as always, uh, thank you very much, folks. And uh, we'll see you in August. And uh, drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.